Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Veterinary Voice with Dr. Jackie. First, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in today. I'd like to use this podcast as an educational platform for pet owners regarding different health topics in veterinary medicine. I'd like to start by telling you a little bit about myself. I am definitely your stereotypical veterinarian where I knew from the second I was born that this is what I wanted to be. Um, Cliche, I know. that's I'm sure you hear that from every veterinarian that you talk to. But my mom would tell me stories about when I was still in a stroller when I was a baby. And she said I would practically thrust myself almost out of the stroller in order to interact with the pet that was coming towards me. And what's funny to say is that my husband would probably still agree with my mother that that happens to this very day, maybe minus the whole stroller interaction at this point in time. (laughs) So to tell you a little bit about my background and training, I actually went to undergraduate and college at Delaware Valley College, which is actually now known as Delaware Valley University. I actually majored in animal science and biotechnology. From there, I was lucky enough to attend Iowa State University College of Veterinary Medicine which I have to say was probably the four best years of my education. I not only got to learn about animals, but I honestly met some really amazing friends along the way throughout my years. After vet school is complete, you have many different avenues that you can actually, you know, choose to go into. Some people choose small animal, you know, veterinary medicine. Some go into large animal and production animal medicine. Some people go into equine or horse medicine. A lot of people can go into research. So there are many avenues that you can take after vet school, you know, is over and you graduate. I think for most people, you know, especially if you go into small animal medicine, It's basically deciding if you want to continue as a general practitioner or if you potentially want to consider becoming a veterinary specialist. I had actually worked as an assistant at a general practice veterinarian's office while I was in college and all throughout vet school. And there is actually when I had decided that I actually wanted to go on and become a specialist instead of just being a general practitioner. A lot of people may ask, what is the difference? Can't a general practitioner do everything that my pet needs right now? And the answer is absolutely yes, they can. However, some general practitioners may be uncomfortable with certain things in medicine, such as skin diseases or performing surgery, potentially seeing an eye problem, you know, etc. So in that case, the general practitioner may you know, elect to refer the case to a veterinary specialist, or if maybe even the case, you know, appears to be more difficult than what first meets the eye. In order to become a veterinary specialist, there are a number of steps that must be taken after the completion of vet school, which is honestly very similar to human medicine. So the first step is to complete a one-year general internship program. And this year, for all intents and purposes, puts you pretty much through the gauntlet. Um, You rotate among the different specialties of dermatology, cardiology, internal medicine, neurology, ophthalmology, surgery, radiology critical care, and honestly, above all, you're really at the forefront of all the emergencies that come in through the practice. Now, looking back on all my years of school and education and training, I think this year for me was definitely the most mentally, physically, and emotionally challenging. I was working over 100 hours a week. I was switching from overnight shifts to day shifts. I was sleeping very little, you know, spending most of my extra time looking up the disease processes and information on cases that I had seen the shift before. I personally feel that the general internship year is really what shapes you into the doctor and potentially the specialist that you're going to become. 
after your general internship is over, you have to apply for potentially specialized internships or a residency. Most residencies are highly sought after and really honestly competitive. So most doctors will apply for specialty internships, which is another one year intensive training more specifically into the specialty of your choice. So in the year of your specialty internship, you are strictly focusing on the branch of medicine in which you want to specialize. So this year really focuses on exposing you to the fundamentals of your chosen specialty, also in hopes to prepare you for the three-year training program that you're about to go into. After completion of your specialty internship, you hopefully get to embark on a three-year journey, also known as a residency. During these three years, you work alongside other veterinary specialists who have already completed their training and are practicing specialists in the area of medicine in which you've chosen to focus. Within your three years of training, there are also steps that need to be performed in order to complete your residency. Depending on your specialty of choice, these may include some or potentially all of the following, such as intensive case logging to show what cases you've managed and been you know, a part of passing numerous board certification exams, or even publishing original research in a peer-reviewed veterinary journal. Now that I've explained how a vet becomes a veterinary specialist, I can share with you what specialty I decided to focus on. I decided pretty early on in vet school that surgery was where my heart belonged. I was honestly fascinated by all of it. You take a limping dog who has a torn ACL and you fix him so he's out running around and swimming again. You take a paralyzed dog who comes in for a ruptured disc and you perform spinal surgery and they get up and walk again. Um, you take the kitten with a broken leg and you fix it and walk watching him take those first steps. To me, there was nothing more satisfying and worthwhile in veterinary medicine. So to summarize about me, I have completed six years of post-vet school training with some of the best doctors across the country in order to become a veterinary surgeon. I completed a one-year general internship program, two years of surgical internships, and also completed a three-year surgical residency program. I'm now currently practicing at a large multi-doctor specialty hospital in Long Island. Now that I've explained a little more about myself and my training, I want to explain why I decided to launch this podcast and what my hopes are with each episode. In the years that I've been a practicing vet, one of the most important things that I've learned, you know, medicine aside, is the true value of communication and education. As our world continues to develop, everything in life is about hustle and bustle and everything is so fast paced, including your vet visits. In my experience, where most cases can take a wrong turn comes down to either miscommunication or lack of communication between the vet and the pet owner. Although the internet is one of the greatest sources on the planet, it can be full of false information, altered expectations and prognoses, and improper courses of treatment. My goal is to educate pet owners on varying health topics and to potentially help owners formulate educated questions to ask your veterinarian with the limited time that is provided during a consultation. Each episode will start by introducing any special guests that I may have on the podcast that episode. After introductions, we will go into a brief yet very complete summary of the disease process, hopefully hitting all the key elements needed to have a good understanding of the topic being discussed. To end each podcast, I would like to actually share some personal experiences from you, the audience, and address some questions on the topic. Each week before an episode, I will announce the health topic that we will be focusing on during the episode. At that point, I would like to use the post via Instagram as a type of discussion board. 
This is where I would like to hear your personal experiences with this health topic, what questions you may have about the topic, and what your pet has potentially experienced with this health topic as well. Once the discussion board gets going, I will pick some questions and personal experiences to share on the episode of the podcast. In the upcoming weeks, we'll be launching our Instagram, at The Veterinary Voice, and our website, theveterinaryvoice.com. To also follow along on our pet's Instagram, follow buddies underscore adventures underscore. We will be posting topics on that Instagram to start as we build our following on The Veterinary Voice. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in, and I really hope that we can all partner together in making this a great educational platform for everyone out there, honestly, including myself. A big part of being a veterinarian is is all about learning, and medicine is always changing and adapting, so I may learn a lot from you guys along the way, too. I hope you have a good week, and we'll see you again soon.